Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Vault Podcast, classic music reviews, presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and the crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast, classic music reviews, presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective of the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective you could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and with me I have the crew comprised of these fine gentlemen around me. To my left, we have my boy Cousin Damo, a.k.a. Dominique Marks. He is the host of the Raw Sex Podcast, released every Wednesday, available on Podbean, also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts. Make sure you check that out, follow, and subscribe. To my right, we have a DT Dave, my boy Dave Thomas. He is the host of the Ground Rule Double podcast on Facebook Live. Make sure you go follow that, the page on Facebook Live, and you can see him weekly, usually anywhere between Monday, Tuesday nights, and Thursdays and Friday nights. Twice a week, you make sure you go follow them and check out their Facebook Live stream. Also, shout out to the Renaissance Forum for having their reunion show earlier this week. Went very well. So glad to see the four of y'all back together. Yeah, dope, and, dope. And to my to the front of me at my twelve o'clock is my man Jason J O, hip hop connoisseur from everything from down south, east coast, west coast, and everything in between. Appreciate having y'all gentlemen here in front of me. And as always, we like to take you back in time. And today, we take you back to the one nine nine nine, nineteen ninety nine, and the releasing of Rockets Presents Sound Bombing Two, of course, on Rockets Records. Released May 18th, 1999, recorded between 1980, 1998 and 99 on, of course, Rockets Records. This was a track, had a runtime of just over 70, just over uh, 50 minutes, 55 minutes. Had a total tracks, including interludes and skits of 27 tracks. Had uh, producers on there by the Beat Miners. The Mighty Me, Lee Stone, Capital, The Crime Lord, Pause One um, from uh, Pausness, from De La Soul, DJ Spinner, of course, High Tech, Thirsting Howell Third, and LP, Diamond D, and Nick Wiz. Nick Wiz, of course, was also a producer on the first Sound Bombing, which came out in 1997. This on Rockets Records, this was a compilation album, so a number of different artists who were on Rockets and then also artists who were affiliated with Rockets who were there. Some of the raucous artists who were on this, of course, LP, who was a part of Company Flow, High Tech and Reflection Eternal, Most Deaf, Shabam Sadiq. You also had R.A., the Rugged Man, Feral Monch, who had just signed with Raucous at that time as well, has a couple of tracks on here. And uh, there were some guest spots by artists such as Sadat X, guest spots also as well by Eminem. And you also saw had Prince Paul, who was on this, did an interlude with Jay Live. And you also saw Thurston Howard III and Di- Tash and Dilated Peoples, who did the actual song Sound Bombing on here as well. So 
This was one of many compilation albums that were put out on Rockets, as you gentlemen remember. There was, they put out the Lyricist Lounge series that had three Lyricist Lounges. They had the Sound Bombing. This was the second one. The first one famously came out two years ago. And then there was the Sound Bombing 3 that also came out as well, which I'm actually not that familiar with, to be quite honest with you. Um, it must have come out in the latter days of Raucous. You, you, you didn't miss much. It was 2002. You didn't miss much. Okay. Well, what did you with, um, they dog the old no dream. No, that was Lyricist Lounge three. Oh, Lyricist Lounge three. Gotcha. Uh, Sound Bomber three was the one with Styles and Pharaoh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but this one was uh, one that was highly anticipated because of the track listing and who was on there as well. So, uh, it was something that came out, and of course, the lead single on this was one nine 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 with Common and Sadat X, and also Talib Kweli on the intro. That was produced, of course, by High Tech. <laughs> Y'all know I have my feelings about Sadat X. <laughs> Y'all know I have my feelings about Sadat X. I was a little disappointed when I just heard Quali on the intro and nothing else, because, God, this could have been an epic song if he was on there. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So, Sound Bombing Volume 2, gentlemen, this is another offering by Raucous when I felt like they were in their wheelhouse before the wheels started to come off, so to speak. And this was right in that time when they were releasing quality projects. So we'll sort of get into it, into listening it, listening to it to find out how it is you felt about it, especially now after all these years. And now that Raucous is kind of passed on by the wayside and all we have pretty much are memories and shows like this. Think about them. So I'll go ahead and start with Dave. Dave, I know you were really big into the Raucous movement, uh, especially in their heyday. I know this was a, a, an album that you personally lobbied that we'd be able to, to, to cover. So I at least wanted to at least get your perspective on when you first heard it, what you thought, and then now after listening to it this past, leading up to this, what you thought about it. First, it's like when you, you see Eminem on this joint, it's like, ooh, Eminem's on this joint. And, you know, back in the day, not a lot of people had really found out about Eminem until the Slim Shady LP came out. Yeah. So I felt kind of prideful that I was able to listen to him before everybody else got to you know, got the exposure to him. One nine nine nine, just like B said, it's like, damn, why couldn't Quali have a verse on his track? Yeah. Why couldn't he have a verse on his track? His his intro set up the song perfectly. It made all the sense in the world for him to have a have a verse on this joint. Cross down beef. I when I'm looking at the notes now, I didn't even know Paz had produced this track. And that's probably my favorite track on this joint. Mm. Okay. Like seven XL. I've slept I slept on a lot of these tracks. Mm-hmm. I slept on a lot of these tracks. I listened to the ones that I knew were going to be fire, mm-hmm. but I slept on a lot of these tracks, and it really just made me elevate this this album to even higher heights than I had it before. Got it. Indeed. Jay, I'll start with you. When you first heard an album and guess now listening to it, what you thought about it between different differences in opinion? Right. So, yeah, for, the, um, for me, that was senior year of high school, which coincided perfectly with the 1999 joint, so... Mm-hmm. Kind of put you like in the state of euphoria back then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, um, yeah. But I got to be honest, like with Dave, like I mean, yeah, I know Eminem was on there, but that wasn't even what drove me like to want to listen to the album. That was like a, it was like a pleasant surprise, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Hearing him and like the first official track, and I just like how they mixed it. And, like it was like a DJ session, you know what I'm that saying? Was, like, the like album, they, yeah, like you know, the album was so magnificently mixed. Right. From head to toe, it was flawlessly mixed. Right, and then it's like the way like it just went from like the one track to the next, like it kind of faded out. Then it was like the instrumental, like from scratching, right? The scratching, like with um, like um, with standing Kubrick, like the um, standing Kubrick joint, like you know what I'm saying? How he was like mixing and yeah. everything like that, and, and then he already, already like reverbed on. Yo, feel that bassline, like that joint <laughs> just got me sliced. But yeah, 
back then. I mean, I just loved it just as much. And then it was one of my friends, like, and this is actually an overlooked track for me to drink with Thurston Howell on it. Yeah. I'm saying my friend, she put me on to the drink, like, because she was just so into Thurston Howell. And, like, she just, like, squealed when she heard his voice. And then, like, <laughs> actually listening to what this dude was saying, like, dude, like, these low live dudes are sick with these lyrics. Fire. Like, yeah, yeah, like, so, Fire. yeah, man, just, like, listening to it again just, like, really took me back. I mean, even though I, I do kind of listen to it, like, more frequently than, like, some would, but. Yeah, I mean, just like really took me back to that time, especially with the one, nah, nah, nah. Even though I know you have your feelings about Sadat X, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and I will say, like, you know, I do feel common did this thing on there. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I just remember, like, what was it, like, third period in high school? Like, we played a joint and it was the proper commas. Like, I hold the mic like a memory. Like, people just like, their jaws just dropped. They yeah. just like, you know what I mean? Holding the mic like a memory. Right. <laughs> Talking about these metaphors, but these are similes. Street these memories. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, like, just it was just like a pleasant like re- high revisit. tech with the beat drop. Like, yeah, yeah. If I may, I was a little <laughs> bit jealous having graduated in the year two thousand. That <laughs> the class before us had an ill song like this that they could sort of cop as an anthem, and we didn't have anything similar. These you know? bands played. One, they played nineteen ninety nine at our prom. <laughs> like for real. Yeah, it's. I was kind of jelly, man. Being the next graduating class and being as though we always kind of had this little thing between us and my class of 99, you know, 99 to 2000 used to always jab at each other, man. Always. The fact that they had this. Now, we'll say in addition to that, we also had like another, like the Bone Thugs and Harmony joint, East 1999. Nine, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this dude, man. <laughs> it's all good. But now nah, I definitely understand that. Prince, too. Yeah. Prince, too. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 cool though, man. You know, but um, I I will say it's it's an ill track though, and I definitely give props to Common for doing this thing, you know, and I'll and I and I'll leave it at that. Damo, your reaction when listening to you first heard it, and then reacting to it now when you listen to it after all these years. Of course, you know I was around all y'all rappers in high school, so you know, (laughs) yeah. Of course, Rap, I, the rappers in high school love this album. My <laughs> clip, yeah. So I had no choice but to listen to it. Mm-hmm. All these freestyling guys with the lunch table beating. All I did was beat on the table. <laughs> <laughs> no lyrics over here. <laughs> but um, I liked it then. You know, it was definitely in heavy rotation because I think we didn't even really even call them mixtapes back then. So this is the newer, you would feel like this was kind of like a mixtape. And of course, your one nine nine song. <laughs> so and then he like introduced us to Furrow and that's when I started like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to get his album come out. Yeah. And then uh the Eminem was a surprise. Cause I think I really didn't you might your first white boy after vanilla ice to really hey, he might have been. Everlast had some well, Everlast milk had bone. Well, yeah, Milkbone had Milkbone had that the one real, song that everybody knows about Milkbone, that keep it real. real with that instrumental, which is, I'm sorry, when you want to talk about some getting the track people to freestyle on, that keep it real beat is probably, that's the beat that Big L yeah. and Jay c- yeah, killed I, on that. Yeah. Kill. My Seven goodness. Freestyle. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. nah. You no, know, going back to listen to it now, it just, it, it took me back to high school, that feeling mm-hmm. of being at the table, listening to y'all rap. Like, oh, yeah, either the thumbs up or the thumbs down on that one. So, you know, like, oh, yeah, that was it. I think I, I, think, I, think I, lost, the I lost the friendship from giving somebody a thumbs down. Hey, look, if you, could, if you, didn't, you couldn't if, hold your own, you got the almighty thumbs down. If you didn't bring it at the he lunch got, table. He got so many thumbs down, he started dressing like he was a white boy. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he was a rapper one time. Yeah. Next thing you know, next school year, he had on rock clothes and didn't talk to me no more. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. Throwbacks <laughs> from yesteryear. That is completely hilarious, though. So, nah, it, that does bring back. You know, if you, mm-hmm. if you didn't bring it at the lunch table, man, that's one thing universally when you freestyle, if you, if you didn't bring it at the lunch table, Either by joining or by freestyling, then you did not. Be- you got thrown into the not den of wolves, and a pack of bones came out. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> so, my whole perspective on this album back then, of course, like Damo said, I sat at the lunch table with the rappers, the producers, and the hip hop heads. So we used to sit there and bring albums to the table, and we would sit there and debate. And it was our crew. We all used to sit down. Everybody knew, of course, about one nine 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 because. We saw the video on Rap City, right? You know, and when it came out, it was just like, "Damn, this beat ill." It's another high tech produced track, and yep. you're just sitting there like, "Okay, this is vintage high tech." And you, then you start getting into some of these other tracks, and here, "Any Man" by, by Eminem, you start listening to it again about how it was mixed, how the how each track transitioned from one to the next skit, mm-hmm. from the skit into the next track, like it sort of just sort of flowed. So excellent job of it being mixed. There's a lot of things on here that I love about it. I love the fact that there are, it's not just a raucous compilation album. There's a lot of great guest spots from non-raucous artists. We mentioned Eminem, Tash and Dilated Peoples on the Sound Bombing track, mm. Bahamadia being on here, Grand Poobah, mm. of course, on here as well. Diamond D from DITC producing and also doing a track on here as well. You know, the Coco Brub, Coco Bees, the Coco Brothers, a more popularly known and should be known as Smith and Wesson. Tech and Steel. You know, when they when they had the when they had the lawsuit thing and they were not using the Smith and Wesson name, they were known as the Coco Brothers. Um, I, pre- I prefer Smith and Wesson over Coco Brothers any day. And the, the producers they had on here, the beat miners, beat junkies, also Molly Maul, Pete Rock, High Tech, Evidence. You know, Q-Tip, mm-hmm. a lot of different other producers on here. And it was really a, a, a collaborative effort, a compilation album that we used to see a lot more of back in the day that I feel as though we don't see more of now because people aren't really clicked up. I mean, now you had things like, you know, you would have Pro Era and then the ASAP Mob and things like that, but you don't really see a lot of rappers and then also people outside of the click coming to do compilations. So it was mm-hmm. refreshing to go back to be able to see that again. With a Dreamville crew, they just did that. Yeah, Dreamville, and they just did that. but Dreamville's a bit of a throwback because yeah. you know I think stylistically they kind of go fit back into that mold of the way yeah. that things used to be when artists in collaboration. And that yep. was a great album. Yeah, it was. If I do have to say one thing, I have a bit of an interesting take on this. When looking at Rockus's roster, the guys at the top of the roster that were the best of the best were really really good. The rest of the roster though. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little questionable. Like High and Mighty. I mean. Uh, all right. Look. <laughs> high and Mighty, look. The, 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 uh, what was it? B-Boy Document 99. Yeah. They, they, bang, they bang that track out. Mm. I mean. That's where we different. You, you can't. You can't. Put it up against you know Moses. It's just most. You know I mean, they, they they held their own, but of course they held their own. But you know, Ma- you, you let skills, Matt, Mad Skills is the one that really exactly did you, this thing on there. Yeah. You let you let most bat lead off. It's like right, yeah. But I am mighty, and that album Home Field Advantage. Yeah, I'm just, mm. <laughs> I remember being back in the Duck Down chat like in '99. I remember when this came out, and a guy from Brooklyn was on there. They used to be on there. He said, "Y'all just listen to High Mighty's album. It's boring." And then I went ahead and downloaded it, and you know. Napster 
and virus, listen to you it. Put a virus on your computer. For <laughs> nah, I didn't. Nah, I didn't. Nah, I did. Napster wouldn't give you viruses. It, it was LimeWire because I yeah. was giving you. <laughs> so guilty as charged. So mm-hmm. I mean, so that's the thing I kind of like about it. But yeah, the type of Rockets' roster. I'm talking about the Devs, the Qualies, the Pharaohs. Those are like the really, really good, good. You know, the reflection turn with with uh, high tech. Those are the really good artists. A lot of the the bottom part of the rosters, though, not that great. At least in my opinion. Got a question for you? Do you put Shabam Sadiq in Shabam Sadiq in the top or the bottom? I put him in the bottom. And I if do. you would have asked me after <clears throat> listening to Sound Bomb in one, I would have told you he was probably closer to the top than the bottom. Thank you. But anything after Sound Bomb and one, trash. I don't know what happened to that dude, man. I, and I because the two tracks he had on here. I was just like, damn, is this the same dude I heard spit Arabian Nights? You put him over on, that last Nick Wiz beat? Like, come on, dude. You like put, you put him on a track with Pharaoh? Just yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Are you asking to be like destroyed? It's almost as bad. I mean, as put- well, the Simon says joint, I mean. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you hold on, wait. And I was about to say that too. I was about to say that I'm like, I don't really think he should have been on that sh- that uh Simon says remix. Didn't I really? say that then? He did. Yeah, he said that. Damo said, said that. Damo said that. Damo said that. Like, I agree 100% with you. I'm listening to him. I'm just like. <laughs> he was shaking his head over here. Jay was. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, like. Like, no. Yeah, no. nah, he was right, though. He shouldn't have been on there. He was right. Damo was right. 100%. Like, yeah. no, he shouldn't have been on there. He shouldn't have been first. on there. Mm. He just had, was, hasn't been the same since the early raucous days on the first. He's jealous. Yeah, so I don't know. Just I don't know. Jelly. His skills just sort of just fell down or whatever or lost them. You around all them top. Heavy hitters, yeah. he probably just lost confidence. Yeah, he probably did, but probably he, he, he got mad because they wanted to put their focus in most. They wanted to put their focus in quality and high tech, and they wanted to put their focus on Pharaoh. Yeah, but Every, everybody else was kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, but he's not any one of them. Yeah, exactly. Once you he's realize, not, once you, I mean, that's like you got the heat, and I'm not about to push you because you don't got the heat. That's like Judd Bustler wanting to get a contract with the Rockets because he ain't getting enough clock with the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> okay, I'll go ahead and give you this $30 million contract with Jason Caffey going to the Warriors to go get clocked because he thinking he ain't getting enough credit. Like, dude, it's Jordan and Pippen's team, nigga. Like, this is, like, you, you want to get the same props as Rob and Jordan and Pippen? You not them. Right. You ain't even trying. Like, right. bros. I mean, he was a good role player, but that's what he was, a role player. Role so play your uh, role, player. Yeah. <laughs> Set these screens and grab them rebounds. rebounds. And get these championships. And get, them get these rings. Yeah. Get these rings. So, oh. All right, so enough about that. But that's the way I feel about it. So we'll sort of get to highlights on the album, um, what you sort of liked. Um, I'll start with Damo this time around. Any highlights, any lowlights, and then anything you might appreciate more now than then. Everything with Pharaoh's highlights. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the World one War, nine. World War III. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mayor. Mayor. <laughs> Common and 9-9. Of course, we got to go with M. M. I thought they were trying to get him to sign the Rockets back then. Nah, Dre had him. Yeah. <laughs> Dre, Dre, Dre had him. I know, I know, I know how he felt about Rockets. I think he wanted to sign the Rockets. I'm trying to remember what he said at the end of Any Man. He said, reaching your billfold for 10 ducats and pull out slim shady shit that's on Rockets. Mm-hmm. I thought that he had signed with Rockets. Yeah, that's why I remember them saying. I remember seeing something where they said he was, they were trying to get him there. Mm-hmm. But... I'm not gonna lie, like I know the whole story, so I am gonna stop right there. I just thought I remember hearing them saying that they was trying to get him the Rockets, mm-hmm. but they probably saw the demise coming from them. That's probably why they snatched him up out of there. Yeah, but it's My, like I think he enjoyed his time there. 
Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the underground cats, like Thirsting, a lot of the underground cats, like uh, Ari the Rugged Man and, and Company who. Flow, he knew a lot of those dudes from his time in the underground. He mm-hmm. knew and respected them. So I think he kind of fit in there because at his, at, his, at his heart, he was a battle rapper and an underground kid. I can you know go without saying? the Rugged Man. Yeah. Well. I could go without the Rugged Man. I think they, they could have gave <laughs> somebody else to kill Don't say that on the internet. People might kill you. We'll get into that later. I thought that the production on that song was great. Mm-hmm. Good. I think it could have got broken out better if somebody else was on there. Uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about that. A little yeah, bit. I didn't like him on there at all. I was like, okay. I could hear that interesting um, perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like you would have had yeah. somebody, somebody else on there. Like when when it first came, I was like, okay, I'm waiting for him to give it to me because I'm like. I'm like, okay, he wanted to give it to me. <laughs> he might as well just kept on, boo-boo-doom, and the song would have probably been better. <laughs> Indeed. And he said Stanley Cooper. I'm like, oh, he about to go it. No. <laughs> yeah. Could have gave me somebody else on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, man. Interesting. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. So, Jay, any highlights, lowlights, anything that you appreciate more so now than that? Well, man, plenty of highlights. So, of course, any man with Eminem, like I said, that was a pleasant surprise for me. Mm-hmm. I was really happy on the B-Boy document that Mad Skills got to showcase his ability because I was telling people about Mad Skills like 95, 96 because he really did get a raw deal in terms of having this album drop on like the worst day ever because that was like the same day like the Fuji's and Pac drop and yeah. he pretty much got kicked to the back burner. Mm-hmm. So, um other highlights, there's so many. Patriotism, I really enjoyed that track. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Mayor. Oh, and um, Bahamadia and Talib Kweli. Oh, yeah, that yeah. that was uh, chaos. 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 Yeah, chaos. Like, I just, like, it just made me realize how, I don't know who makes the decision as far as, like, pairing up MCs on tracks with Ruckus, but it really took me back, like, even on the Lyricist Lounge, like, when they had the gym with, um, Holy water, Lord have mercy, DV alias Christ. And mm-hmm. like I just think about that and I feel like and the feeling I had the same feeling that <laughs> Riley had when he bit into the Luther Burger. <laughs> like this must be this must be what crack feels like. <laughs> good one, good one. That's good really how, that's good too, by the way. That's really how I feel because like it, it just they just matched each other so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And of course on the sound bomb track, because 'cause I'm Tash is like really underrated. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Like I think I said May already, of course, Thurston Howell. Can't really think of any low low, low points of the album. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, I mean, I know you feel some way about Sadat X, you know what I mean? Like um, I do. On um oh and seven XL, like you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like just the way that that beat was I'm like mm-hmm. I was like, done man, by Marley, done by Marley, DJ Spinner. Yeah. I thought it was Molly Maul did the joint. Yeah. Well <clears> Molly <throat> Maul did the uh produced the what was it? Pete Rock Molly Molly and DJ Spinner did did seven XL. Okay. Yeah, so like I'm like Thumps like you know what mm-hmm. I mean like just remember like take me back to, like high school just like listen to the journal on the CD player show mm-hmm. my age yes I know yeah on the way it. home so um, <laughs> yeah man like really can't think of any low points I mean I know Shabam Sadiq didn't quite measure up to everyone else on there but that's all that comes to mind for me so yeah yeah I think the thing is the fact that he was on a track with Pharaoh and then on a track with Tech and Steel it's kind of hard but Tech and Steel complement each other so well man yeah. 
you know. And then when you have another third a third voice come in that doesn't really complement that, it's kind of hard. But you know, again, props to Nick Wiz as well because Nick Wiz has two straight sound bombs dropped two straight heaters uh, as far as beats are concerned. I'm still by that Arabian Nights joint, man. Goodness, one of the illest beats I've heard though, man. Considering the elements he took from that. Dave, same thing with you. Highlights, <laughs> lowlights, anything you appreciate more so now. Any man, Eminem, B Boy, Document. I slept on that. Just completely slept on that. World War Three, it's feral. Yeah. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick was I slept on that. Um, I know this dude in front of me does not <laughs> like the track. But I mean It ain't rise though, man. I'm it, sorry. It, I'm sorry. <laughs> it does. Like B does ride nice um, in the car. Look, Crosstown Beef was Crosstown Beef, like the way the intro was just the way that the B Junkie just did the intro into that track was just amazing. I'm gonna be real, I slept on that. I slept on that track initially. Oh man, like I, I love every time I hear the the intro to Crosstown Beef, I'm like, oh, you just get the shivers, <laughs> you know. Seven uh, XL slept on that, but Grand Poo is one of the most slept on artists. Oh yeah, in my yeah. opinion, like, absolutely. Lyricism is you know he 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 just destroyed the track. And he covered up your boy Sadat X. Um, he's been doing. He's been he's used to it. He's been doing it his whole career. <laughs> Crazy man, touche. Yeah, he's been doing it his whole career, man. That's J Boy. Uh, <laughs> you don't try to put that on Brian. That's J Boy. Um, you keep on shooting yeah. bail. Uh, pa- pa- patriotism is probably the track that I think everybody needs to listen to, especially with the way the world is going on right yeah. now. I think a lot of people need to listen to patriotism and really just focus in on the track. Um, 199, uh, Next Universe. I mean, everything's a bang on this joint. Like I said, they could have probably taken off. They, they probably should have taken off Sadat X. Could have taken them off the album, period. Completely. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Dang. Completely. I'm, I'm in agreement with that. You're not going to get an argument from me on that. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just take them off, the, take them off the album. Shoot them some bail, Jay. 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 You're not going to get an argument from me on that at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. Whatsoever. Sorry. Just, I'm saying, I'm, I mean, just, I'm, look, just look at what he was paired with. Look at who he's paired. You put nine nine one nine 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 with common. Right. And Quali did an intro that was more fire than his verse. Now, I agree, like, you know, like common and Quali would have been a better matchup if they traded like bar for bar as opposed to Sadat X like and in Sermon and in Sermon Elect and Grand Pooba when you put Sadat X in that group. Yeah, I guess is I guess I'm any, more, I mean I guess it was more to so be tolerating Sadat X on that and really looking forward to a verse. They should have been the last man off the bench. <laughs> Shabam, Shabam Sadiq and Sadat X They should have been the ones getting clock minutes After 30 seconds left in the game And you want to get them some clock nah, They're like, they on, the they on a two way contract, two-way contract. <laughs> well, I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess, I guess I guess assuming Lord Jamar Wasn't available to play, being the play. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah Exactly <laughs> Cold blooded So I'll give you my highlights <laughs> I'll give you my highlights and my highlights are pretty much this. I loved, of course, next universe by most deaf one nine nine nine. I love mayor by Pharaoh Monch. mayor by Pharaoh Monch is another instance of Pharaoh getting into his storytelling mode. Yeah. And it's like almost like the action as you follow his verses, he goes along from that intro, right. basically him giving you the step-by-step details, everything from Cops he came in with guns, and laser beams. blazing and everything. Like he's sitting there watching the, 
you know, watching the action nude behind the shades in the hotel room and should he make a dash for it now or later? It's just excellent, excellent painting of pictures and wordplay by Farrell as always. Sound bombing. Took a lot from that with Tash and Dilated Peoples. I agree with you, Jay, as far as Tash. Tash is very underrated. I uh, still remember a lot of his work with the uh, Alcoholics Crew and then as well his work on the first Lyricist Lounge with the Body Rock with him, Q-Tip, and Most Def, one of my favorite tracks actually from that Lyricist Lounge Volume 1. Crosstown Beef was another good one. Uh, 7XL, Grand Poobah, who we'll get to interview. We'll get to review some of his music next year, mm-hmm. especially the... Um, Grand, uh, the uh, brand Nubian uh, one for all debut album next year, which is a classic, very understated. He is actually someone like we're going to actually uh, review sort of like I always put him and CO smooth in the same type of category as far as yeah. like them being very smooth, right, very right, understated, right, yeah. but very, con- you know, but fire, fire lyrics and very nice flow and lyrics and everything else like that. As far as low lights, well, you know what they are. This is dot X. Of course. This your Bam Sadiq. Mm-hmm. I love to be able to see most deaf and skills high and mighty. Like I said, I do not, I'm not a big fan. B-boy document to me, I think could have been, uh, could have been better. I understand what y'all are saying. It's just, I didn't really, <laughs> I wasn't really a very big fan. Now Thurston, Howe, I do like his wordplay, but it's maybe, I think the big thing with him is maybe it's just his voice. That's what I think. I don't really like about him more so than anything else, but he does have some very sick lyrics. The things he's talking about, it's just like, damn, you know, when you sit there and then dissect the lyrics, it's like, damn, this shit is ill as hell. Patriotism, I'm going to make a confession here. I respect LP for what it is that he does. Not really a big fan of his flow, though. Lyrically, he is sick, but I'm not a big fan of LP's flow. I'm not. <laughs> and I think he's gotten better. I think he got better on a lot of the later company flow things and especially on the Run to Jewels projects with My Killer Mike. But this one, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm okay with it. I didn't dislike it, but, you know, it's just one of those things like, you know, I, I guess I kind of nitpick a little bit on things like that. But the production on this here to me was flawless. Um, I think they did a great job here mixing, doing production and everything else. But those are pretty much my, pretty much my highlights. I think I definitely appreciate chaos now a lot more, especially with quality <coughs> verse that was on there as well. That's pretty much where I'm at with that. It was a good compilation album. I'm kind of glad that it came along when it did. It kind of set up the rest of the year and the rest of the, the next couple of years for Raucous heading into the, their, which was their peak at that particular time. So Next, we're going to get into notable quotables. We'll go ahead and pull one from a few of you guys. So we'll go ahead and start and see what you guys think. So I'll go ahead and I'll start with you, Jay, if you have one up, a notable quotable from this one, if you want to pull one for us. All right. Um, let's say it without pulling it, but... um. <clears throat> Eminem on any man like <laughs> it was <laughs> James like I strike a steel pose to hit you with some ill flows that don't even make sense like dyke shoes and dildos <laughs> <laughs> and it was on patriotism let me see if I can get it right here because he like you say he was saying so much on there okay he was like fucking with me means liberal wildlife burning gasoline seeds and I'm on a magnetic, th- magnetic throw while planting with metal plates on my knees I'm like Jesus <laughs> mm-hmm. you be like what was on your mind when right. you wrote that joint <laughs> Like stuff I would have never thought to say. Like you know what I mean? he like, was mad. Right. Like, he wrote that whole. They wrote that whole track. I thought he was angry. I was like, Phew. and could you imagine like doing a remake now? I mean, that was like doing the Clinton years. You know. What I mean? wish. I wish somebody would do something like that. That's why I say like, if you listen to patriotism now, you'd be like, wow. Like this song should be literally listened to everybody right now. It's just to me, it's just that important. I mean, 
B is just like, you know, it's well written, but the flow is not there. But the lyricism to me is, and that track right there was very important. And I guess like just like the, the contents of it just like drew me in so much. I didn't really focus on the flow of it. You know what I mean? So mm. yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just what got me. I'm trying to think anything else. Okay, I'm not going to go to Sada X because I'm not going to find anything there. So I'm going to just get my Bible. Oh, you didn't, you didn't have a notable quote for your boy? I cannot say that I did, no. Well, I can't shoot him no bell, huh? <laughs> Terrible. I guess like everything my mad skills are saying on um, B-Boy Document, like I'm right there, like Miami is, I catch him seized by they sleep and like, mm-hmm. he's another, like I say, he's another underrated person when it comes like, punchlines like, put your head in the toilet, look, son, if you think my shit didn't change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can go on and on, but I, I'll go ahead and stop right there. So Indeed. Dave, I'm just going to read Quali's intro to the 1999 because I think it was, I just think it was dope. Yo, relax, take it easy, slow down. I just had this friend of mine who just, you know, who was just moving too fast, you know what I'm saying. I told him to slow down. He said, the sun don't chill. I said, stay still. I said, still. I said, still, you got to just appreciate life. Sit back. Don't let it fly right past you. No matter what goes on, I'm still getting mine. No matter the year, no matter the place, no matter the time. That's why I said Quali should be on this track. Oh, no argument there. shouldn't have been on this track. Bro. No, no argument there at all. I think something that really jumped at me was the R.A., the Rugged Man verse on, uh, what was it, Stanley Kubrick? Yeah. I'm just going to read this little little bit right here. I was a little, like, put off by it. We fucking bitches by the hundreds. Why me? Want to fight me? Try me? Why these people don't know me, don't like me. Society, they want to see me dead. I stick out. You, you see me in public, I pull my dick out. <laughs> Smack the fuck out of women. You see me knock your bitch out. Do something tough guy who want to fucking die. Clash of the Titans, broken bottles, bar fighting. You want to battle, I'm a freestyle. You can start, start fighting. Yeah. I was like, whew. That is a battle bar, ladies and gentlemen. That's a battle bar. He's always bar. been good for those type of bars, man. Mm-hmm. Art Rugger Man has been always. And I was like, ew. <laughs> Donald was not feeling it. He was not feeling this feeling was, it at all. I'm sorry. Like he that, was not feeling it at all. That joint caught me. I was listening. I was like, ooh, I heard that's it. vile. Yeah. Right. That's real vile. Yeah. Da- <laughs> Donald. Farrell March the mayor. In short, was that I had shot him several times in the head. Mount Sinai, six fifteen, pronounced dead. The news reporter said that sellings fled the city. Meanwhile, I'm shacked across the street in some shitty ass hotel. Waiting till things get a little quiet, then I could try to bounce. But now, why should I even try? The ride and assumed I view bird's eye. Fifteen floors up behind the curtains in the nude. Took three hundred and sixty five to get close to him. I was like, okay, my guy's going. Yeah, I'm ready for his album. Yeah, <laughs> when is this coming? Yeah, nah, it was a, it was a good way he painted that picture, especially after the the intro where he actually performed the act, and then he explains to you exactly what it is, and then the aftermath of it, everything, every step of it along the way. That was just really the great thing about Pharaoh. My quote is a quotable is actually about with Pharaoh too, by the way, and it was on actually World War Three. And the first verse that he had mm-hmm. is cleverly beginning them with synonyms when I went in with homonyms, extended them out, defending them with linear wrath when bombing them, bending them back, blending them with the miraculous type. Fuck us up. Y'all niggas do like Dracula's bite. Uh, don't even bother. Got a lot of cats. You swallow for dollar rap. Scholar holler back like Rockwaller. Me get your hit split. You open, you sit down, get you in the ring. Sling, slam, boxing rounds with you. Snap your ground, snap your bone gristle. 
Crystal Mouet, Queens, missile pistol whip, your army issue shouldn't fuck with you. Or get niggas like you, Seth, you're useless. Attack back, smack your whole team toothless. Now welcome to the New York Knicks, where Averacks are the jerseys and the boots are the kicks. Y'all on the dick like the way we pose for the flicks. Queen style and red hook now all in the mix. Mm. Just drop the mic. Yeah. Drop the mic. <laughs> I mean, it was just great. Just the way that he began that verse, just cleverly beginning them with synonyms when I went in with homonyms, extended them out, defending them with linear raps when embalming them. Like, it's just the way I love Pharaoh's wordplay when he begins verses. It's just so awesome, man. Um, that was really another one that I had actually was Quali's verse. That was another good quotable as well. Um, most F, of course, on his one was a good one as well on the on the next universe one. But yeah, there was some, there was some good quotables here. A lot of good lyrics. It's, it had to be definitely a hard time to be sitting down with a lot of good lyricists that were on this this album, and to be able to bring your game, especially if you were hearing tracks and you stepped in the studio to do your track and knew that you were going to be having to follow up somebody who just came in and laid down some heat. So, but there we are. Lots of good quotables and everything else. And now here we are at the verdict to see whether or not this stands the test of time. So I'll go around the table. We'll go one by one to see whether. See whether it's certified, whether it's borderline, or just in its time. And I'll go ahead and start with Damo. And Damo, what do you say? Um, it's certified. Mm-hmm. Certified classic. It's right there. I can't call it trash. The lyrics on there too sweet. Just so, except for Jason Mann over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay, what say you? Yeah, I'm going to say it's certified. Only reason anybody, I really think anybody may have a difference of opinion because it didn't have the popularity behind it. I mean, Rockers was known back then, but it wasn't like mainstream. And I mean, that's what they were going against. So those of us that appreciated, those of us that are hip-hop heads, you know, to hell with everybody else, you know, go listen to your hyphy fifey dances, whatever, whatever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cer- it's certified. Yes, us. Yeah. Dave? Certified. There ain't nothing else for me to really say. From top to bottom, almost. It's just straight down the line, just excellent music. I think I'm the only one who's different here. To me, I think it's borderline. And I say it's borderline because of this reason. I think there's just a few spots on here with that, are, for me, in my opinion, makes it for me in a certified classic. To me, to be quite honest, I thought this was actually, when it comes to the compilations, I thought there was a, a slight step down from Sound Bomber 1. I actually like Sound Bomber 1 a little bit better than this one. And the little, a few guest, guest spots and a few things here and there stopped it from being, to me, it's like right there all the way up to Borderline Classic, but a step away from me from being certified. So that's where I'll sit here because there's a few things on here that prevents it from me from being a certified classic. In six letters, S-A-D-A-T-X. So, okay, I mean, it's not it. just it's not <laughs> just who's going to say yeah him. yeah but it's not just him though it's, it's, it's him. Mr. Reggae Man too oh, yeah <laughs> there's a few other things in here when you put it together I mean it's right there but to me it's just that's the reason why it's borderline because if there had been a few things cleaned up on this I definitely would have liked this like to me I said the top of Ruckus's roster was really great the rest of it not not all in my opinion not that great and so. I think with a few things cleaned up, it could be. It's definitely a great listen to, and it's a it's a has a replay value even after all these years, twenty years later. So, so we got three certifieds and one borderline, but it's still a really great album to listen to. And please go out there and check it out. Actually, I had to go on YouTube to find this because it's not on yeah, Apple, it's not on too. Apple Music. Sound Bomber One and Sound Bomber Three are, it's, it's not but on. this one for some reason is not the one. It's probably the most popular one too. 
Is that Sound Bomber 2 one? And this the reason the reason why is because Eminem, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, Could the re- be. that's the reason why I think he's like his track, Any Man, was the reason why people listened to this album. The hip hop heads, in my opinion, rocked with it because of Common and that guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy. I think that's fair. But, I think uh, that's fair. I think, I think Eminem was the reason why uh, Sound Bomber 2 was more popular. Indeed. Yeah. Well, that is going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. Please make sure you check us out, of course, on all of our social media. You can see us on our host on Podbean, vaultcmrpodbean.com. But if you go on any of our social media pages on at the Vault CMR Podcast and then also on Twitter, Vault Classic, you can see in our link page, our link tree to every single one of our podcast feeds. And then, of course, our new YouTube channel. Make sure you look up the YouTube channel of The Vault CMR Classic Music Review Podcast on YouTube. We post every one of our episodes there in video form so you can listen to it there on YouTube as well. You can also download, stream, and subscribe on any one of the podcast formats listed in our link tree. That's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. We appreciate all the support. And if you have a friend, tell a friend. And if you have a friend, make sure you tell that friend to tell a friend. Want to make sure that you check out the Raw Sex Podcast here by Damo. Every Wednesday, released, of course, on Podbean, on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Great conversation there about relationships, dating, sex, and everything in between. We even talked music this past uh, this past episode. It was a good <laughs> a good discussion. Uh, you make sure you check out the Ground Rule, Double Ta- Ground Rule Double Podcast on Facebook with my boy Dave. Of course, check your listings there. Could be anywhere between the week, between Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. We do a great job talking the world of sports on Facebook and also on Mixcloud and Spreaker Google and Google Apple Podcasts. We, All finally, the, we finally got Deezer on board. Exactly. So, And of course, appreciate my boy Jay for his perspective and bringing his taste of hip hop to the table. We always love the discussion you guys bring to us. Always want to make sure in closing that you keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. As we close, we like to remind everyone to dream big because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate, and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary in this life. And on that note, we say peace. Thank you for listening and coming into The Vault. Please subscribe and follow us on Facebook at IV Creative and Instagram at IVECRE8. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.